0: keep your sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourself, no matter how wonderfully perverted they are. Go listen to the outro if you want to connect, and enjoy. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast on a mission to make the world a more loving place. Our guest today is a 26-year-old white trans mask of center who uses he, they pronouns. He's polyamorous and partnered, a subleaning switch, who is a filmmaker living in Los Angeles. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. Can you please start off by telling our listeners, on a shame a meter with a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the most super full of shamiest feelings and 1 being not so shamey or maybe not shamey at all, where do you fall today in this moment?
1: I would say like 2. Because I've been doing a lot of solo play and that always makes me feel like there's always like a little bit of internalized like, ooh, about it, but I'm working on that. So it's two.
0: And then can you just give us like a little overview of what your sex life is like right now?
1: It's a lot of solo play currently. My partner is across the country and, you know, I go on dates here and there and I've also been healing a lot from various injuries, what have you. So it's not as thriving as I would like, but I think we're ramping back up there.
0: Ooh, that sounds very hopeful. Okay. And then can you just tell us how do you define sexy or what does sexy mean to you? What is sexy? I think sexy is
1: anything that like makes your
0: jaw drop. (laughs) has your jaw dropped i i literally yeah. will be one of those people that's like well a lot of the times like
1: i've had not my favorite people that i've dated but i've had people that i've dated literally do that like thing where they shut it and it's like that's fucking rude but you okay make a good point like when people are wearing an outfit that really flatters them if somebody does something really sexy like if somebody's really confident like i think anything that makes me tingle quick a
0: little, yeah quick little tingle okay yeah okay. and then can you just tell us What happens to your sexual shame a meter when it comes time to talk with partners about safer sex?
1: I don't do it as well as I would like to, but I think being poly, it's just irresponsible not to. So it's like, you know, we'll be getting hot and heavy. And then it's kind of like, when do I stop and say, all right, like, let's talk about what we're doing. Because I feel like with people with vaginas, there's not really like nobody uses dental dams in my experience, anything like that. So it's sort of just like you can either trust somebody or not, but. Also like people with penises the first time, every time. Condom and always like mm-hmm. what's going on. And a lot of the time too, I'll I'll have already talked about like my partners, their partners, what else is happening. So, you know, you can kind of gauge it. Shame wise I would say it's like a six or a seven because it's like, it's just uncomfortable to sort of be like, we're going to be doing this like human animalistic thing. Even
0: in the poly world, we haven't made the cultural shift across the board yet.
1: Yeah. But it's like, you got to normalize it.
0: Well, what do you think your ideal conversation would be like? Like in your perfect world, like say you're out on one of these new explorations where there's lots of hope, like would your partner bring it up or would it be this like simultaneous where you both are like, I got tested and you both say your results at the same time. It's just like a brain... Like, what would your perfect conversation be like?
1: In a perfect world, everybody's honest enough that it comes up before I really need to know.
0: (laughs) Here's another question. If someone, for example, had throat herpes and they led with that, what do you think your reaction would be? If
1: that's the first thing they said to me?
0: I just so you know, I have throat herpes. I would be a
1: little uncomfortable, okay. um, but well, that, I it been, wouldn't be because of I the throat herpes. I haven't been doing it right
0: away, <laughs> but I'm just, you know, I'm trying to put it in there earlier rather than later.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you can kind of tell when you're on a date and like it's going well. And then I think at that point, like, well, going well isn't like, we're going to do some stuff later. and like, And then I think you can kind of work it into the conversation. I think. Do you usually initiate or do they? I try to. And if we're there, it's happening. It's sort of like, Well, you got to do it now, you know, or not and face the consequences. But I have not had to deal with that that much in my personal experience. Everybody has been free of STIs so far.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. I like to say just for our listeners, I like to say all clear. Free is good yeah. too. Free I mean, like clear clean. is good. Clean uh, implies the dirtiness yeah. for the, and sometimes most of the time. Also, like to just return to the idea of trust with vagina owners, and it's sort of like, well, a lot of stuff doesn't necessarily have symptoms yeah. right away, you know, or or at any point. Some people yeah. are asymptomatic, and I just want to also say for our listeners, I just want to out myself. Like I, for all of my practice talking, the reason I think it's so important is because like I get totally stupid as soon as I'm turned on and someone's touching me and I did have like less than safer sex recently and I was just like okay but like yay testing
1: yeah it's also very easy for me to be like oh I bring it up every time like I definitely don't do it every time like I have missed the mark at times
0: when are you most likely to miss the mark
1: when it's a really hot girl Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like with like a hot femme, I should say okay. with people with penises, I'm always like, nope, like I'm not getting okay. pregnant. Like we're doing this. Like God. what's up? We're using a condom. Also, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Most of the femmes that I date are very f- femmes with vaginas are very like strong, smart and confident. And like we've talked about sex positivity right. already. And like so it's like. You know,
0: it sounds like there's like thought and choice around the responsibility, the baseline responsibility level of the person. Not that we should all assume things, but just it sounds like you're selecting from a specific pool to get wilty about.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think, too, I usually only have sex with people that I have met and at least had a conversation with and can guarantee or. At least in my mind, guaranteed that they're not a ten on the lunacy scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and that has served me
0: well so far. Okay. Yes, I think the new rule that I have to make for myself after this recent experience that I just had is make sure you talk about it before you let them touch you. Because as soon as someone's just like even just touching me at all, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then like, and also there there are situations where people now are just like, well, whatever you want to do, you're in charge, and I'm like, I'm not. No, No, there's two of us. I'm not in charge, and also like. Yes, I have a sex podcast. You know what I say on that podcast? I'm a geeky submissive.
1: Well, that's the thing, too, is when people are like, you're in charge. I'm like, I'm I'm actually not. not,
0: I think you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, so let's dive in. So, So first, take us back to your early years. When do you first remember learning about sex, hearing about sex, and what do you remember feeling or thinking?
1: It's an interesting question because I grew up in a house where, you know, We were taught to, like, love our bodies and, like, we had a lot of value, but sex wasn't really mentioned. I remember being, like, 14 or 15 and being like, I should know more about this than I do. Like, seeing stuff on TV and being like, what is that? And, like, Mm. my friends, like, knew. I remember the first time I touched myself at all, I was, like, seven. And I was like, oh, cool. And then, like, I was taught that I could hurt myself.
0: By whom? Where? What were the circumstances? Like,
1: I was I didn't know what I was doing and I was like pretty young. And so my mom saw me and she was like, Oh, like you, you can really hurt yourself if you do that. And so I just stopped for a while because I was like, I don't wanna hurt myself. It's just like I'm a very like sex positive person mm-hmm. and I think she's a very like, you can have sex and we don't have to talk about it kind of person.
0: Okay. Okay. So did you ever get a sex talk or anything like that from family?
1: (laughs) I had to ask for it. Like I had to say like, when are you going to talk to me about sex? How old were you? I think like 13 or 14. And at my public school, and this is like, this is my first memory of like, wow, gender's fucked. Because so at my elementary school, they had a sports night with dad night for the boys and a tea party with mom night for the girls. Oh, And it was like, So the boys get to play basketball and learn about boners and we get to sip tea and learn about periods. But it was like notorious because we didn't actually have a tea party. We just sat in the auditorium and they showed us this video about a girl who went to a sleepover and got her period for the first time. And then, you know, she was like her older sister was so proud of her. And the mom, like her friend's mom was like, Hey, like Debbie or whatever. Like, I, I heard that you got your period. Let me show you how that works. So she's making pancakes and she pours I it.
0: I locked that you pancake did no one
1: else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like she makes it in the shape of yes. a uterus. The uterus, and yes. the fallopian
0: tube. Yeah. And the, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the dad's like, and the oh, yeah, and that's that. And it's like, yes. So that's my, I do. No I have I've
1: been, I've oh never gosh. met another person who's, yeah. But
0: I'm older than you. I'm oh, six years older. It, so, okay.
1: So, and it was old crime. when I was, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was wow. like, I remember she got a hat, like, like Blossom.
0: I don't remember I just remember the pancakes.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, she got like... It's like a 90s show with Mayim Bialik. I think that's how you say her name. But like she has like this like 90s like bucket hat with a flower on it. And I remember thinking like, I've never seen anybody wear that. (laughs) It was like 2005.
0: Uh, like The mom from the Berenstain or Berenstain. Oh, yes. Style icon. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay, so... gave you the sex talk or what was it like they were like sometimes people do it we don't talk about it they mostly talked to us about
1: periods okay and then i remember should have been clue number one but i remember thinking like why don't boys get periods uh they do sometimes uh (laughs) and (laughs) and then yeah i think i like was like 12 or 13 and i was like mom like we're gonna talk about this (laughs) like and i i think she just was very like well what do you want to know and i didn't know so we talked about using condoms and not getting pregnant. And then in high school, my gym teacher taught us some stuff, but it was mostly about like the reproductive organs. And then there was a very uncomfortable moment where he brought out, I don't think it was like a cucumber or something, but it definitely wasn't a dildo, something kind of in between. And he was just like, and this is how you put a condom on, goodbye. So I learned a lot through trial and error.
0: (laughs) Okay, so did you ever get any emotional context? And I assume that you were Mm -hmm. also like absorbing stuff from the media by the time that you're a teenager. Like, how were you trying to make sense of it emotionally?
1: Oh, one time I did walk in on my parents. And that was... How old were you? I was like 14. Um, Oh, no. They're divorced now too. So it's not, (laughs) it wasn't even worth it. Now, like when I go home, I'm very like, not like, hey guys, like oh, I'm fucking a bunch of people, but like right. you know, I'm very like, if it comes up, I'll talk about it, and like, it it always results in like,
0: hmm. I admire that. I'm actually still too shy. I talk around it. I make references. Yeah. I talk about like the problems with dating and having a sex podcast, and you yeah, know, there's no way for me to be like. I can't find a new master. It's too difficult. You know, like, (laughs) like
1: there's no way for me
0: to, like, say that. No, and And like,
1: I definitely don't talk about, like, you know, they know that I'm poly and have had multiple partners at a time. And, you know, in the pandemic, you know, they learned that I was essentially living with two people that I was dating. So I think, you know, they put two and two together. And also, too, uh, I recently got top surgery and my mom was, like, helping me pack my bag and she found the condoms that I keep in my bag. And I was like... (laughs) Like, well, yes. isn't it good to know that I'm doing it safely? <laughs> like, <laughs> what did she say or do? She she wanted to blow by it. Okay. Like, I was like, oh, it's in uh, the side pocket. And then she like reaches in, pulls out the condoms. And I'm like, well, not that one. But the other <laughs> 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 um, And uh, yeah, she's she's just very like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I can't really blame her. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. None
0: of us got any lessons on mm-hmm. compass. I mean, I guess some people, some of you out there did. I've talked to you. But like, yeah. most of us are just, like, raised by uncomfortable people. And so then we learn to be uncomfortable. And so now here we are, hopefully breaking the cycles. Oh, yeah. And so in all of those sex talk conversations, did the idea or notion of consent ever come up at any point for you? No, I don't think so. Okay.
1: There's also something, like, I have a vague memory, and I think I probably repressed it, of, like, something not cool happening to me when I was, like, nine. Mm. So I think that's also part of why I stopped, of just, like... You know, okay. I also like maybe I'm making it up. You know what I mean? Like I don't really remember, but I just there's like a person that I think of, and I'm like, mm. this is bad. Alert. Okay. You know. Okay. So I think that's
0: probably part of it too. Okay. And you were touching yourself when you're seven. You stopped, and then when did you start again? What happened? Or have you touched yourself? You, oh, no, you do now. I have. Fan. I have knowledge that you touch yourself now because you said in the <laughs> beginning. So okay, when did it start? Probably
1: around high school. Yes, I started touching myself again and just like using random objects around my room. which Like
0: for like insertion things? Yeah, like oh. I was a big fan of the
1: hairbrush. Uh,
0: what kind of hairbrush? Like what kind of handle was it? It was actually, like was it one of those rectangly bumpy ones? <laughs> no, it was okay. one
1: that had like
0: squishy. the squishy oh, on it. And I've i remember a couple of those. Yeah, and I remember being <laughs> like,
1: okay, good to know. So yeah, I remember that. And then. Those are also great paddles interesting good to know i had the rectangle ones
0: so yeah just saying yeah i mean anything's i don't have hairbrushes now
1: (laughs) fair enough and then i you know i got a boyfriend and he took over (laughs) i lived in on the south shore and he lived like in boston proper so we were like long distance because neither one of us could drive right and so we like facetimed a lot or i guess oh my god we skyped a lot yeah and you know we did uh we managed we managed. Okay.
0: I mean, I, were you like young person sexy Skyping or was it just like? Oh, young connect? person sexy Skyping. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: I mean, I think there were times where he was like, oh, I thought we were just going to have a conversation. But like, all right. <laughs> like, I guess we could. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Wait, what would you do? It's not my favorite thing that I've ever done. But I would just kind of like start, you know, like we would be talking and I yeah. would just like start. And then mm-hmm. I would like get to a point where he was like, what what's happening? And I was like, oh, you didn't you didn't know. <laughs> Which I think when you're a 16 year old dude is like. Yeah. You know. Totally. I give the people what they want.
0: Well, there's like a thing to being a horny person and you just have to seek out the fellow horny people so you don't overwhelm the less horny people. And yeah, I
1: definitely think I have been an overwhelmer. Yeah, I think I mean, I think that's a big part. You've achieved your status as an overwhelmer. I don't know. I I don't know how to language. I no. I think a lot of people would would agree that I can be an overwhelmer. Okay. But imagine what it's like inside this, you know, so Well, tell us more and then <laughs> oh. maybe I can You know, it's just I'm always overwhelmed with what I'm thinking Sexually? And,
0: um, or just in, in general. general? Okay Well,
1: when it comes to sex too, I'm always like I do tend to overthink it until we're doing it And then it's like, oh, I got this okay. <laughs> Like, yeah
0: So this first partner, did you do all the things? What did you do? What did you explore? What did you love? How did it affect your solo play? And Oof. your like, these are like formative experiences
1: Yeah, so we were not allowed to be alone in my room so we would always go to his he lived in an apartment with his mom so we would go up to the roof he fingered me a bunch he ate me out a lot we did a lot of dry humping i learned about rhythm
0: i'm still trying to learn every new person oh there are different rhythms
1: yeah i actually i remember we were going i had to leave so we were heading down from the roof and i was like i can like jerk him off and so i went in and I just like reached on his pants and just started doing that.
0: Yeah. He is squeezing in the air with the hand. What would you squeeze like
1: this? Like a not a penis like like
0: those stress balls. Yeah.
1: Like literally (laughs) like and I was like, like, hell yeah. Because like I didn't know, you know, Uh, and he was like, oh, my God, stop, stop, stop. Um, (laughs) At least
0: he told you. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I, I was like, I'm not ready to have sex. I'm not ready to have sex. And then one day I was like, I'm ready to have sex now. And I ended up. This is like my virginity story, but we were on a walk in the woods with my mother and my sister. We found a secluded ish area that wasn't really secluded at all. And I laid down and he like put like an inch or two in and I was like, stop. That's terrible. And then we stopped. We
0: were like on the dirt.
1: Yeah. Do you remember
0: what made you like ready?
1: Honestly, like I think I was like, I don't want to get pregnant and I want to be smart. But also, like, I love this guy. He's done it before. Why not? Yeah. Like, I figured it would be good to do it with someone who had experience. Okay. But yeah. And then that was all we ever did. And then he broke up with me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was related. Okay. Yeah. I think it's more the overwhelmer thing.
0: Okay. Yeah. So what happened sexually? What was the next step of your journey? What were your next discoveries, (sighs) delights, terrors?
1: My next was the most amazing girlfriend like, I, I literally, I re, so I was at a writing camp in Vermont. Okay. It and was. And,
0: important context, did you know you were queer already?
1: Actually, it's funny, I, in like, when I was like 12 or 13, I remember being in gym class, talking to my friend, and being like,
0: yeah, I think I'm bi.
1: Like, apropos of nothing. Mm. Like, literally, <laughs> like, I'd had a, we had a crush on the same guy, and I, then I kinda like saw myself like looking at her and being like, yeah, I could be into that. And then I went home, I told my mother I was bi, And she very lovingly was like, oh no, honey, you like boys, which is true. But, and I kind of was like, okay. Uh Uh, And then I kind of forgot about it until I saw my, my girlfriend.
0: So back to writing camp. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we were at writing camp. We were playing this fucking like improv game while we waited for everybody to, it was literally like an A24 movie of like a young coming out kid. I saw her. She has like, the girl from Brave Hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And beautiful and wearing a blazer. And I literally was like, oh, yeah, I like girls. And so we did, like, a little, like, flirtation thing. There was one of her friends was, like, into her, but not. It was just a very uncomfortable, like, high school situation. And then, on like, we didn't, you know, flirt or anything like that. Well, we flirted. We didn't, like, kiss or anything. And then on the last day, right before her mom got there, she kissed me and I was like, what and then uh yeah and then we were long distance because she lived in vermont and i lived in massachusetts and we would do a lot of like sexy things over the over skype i think she's the actual virginity story because we actually like did stuff yeah, and yeah. like came right. uh but i lost my virginity to her on my prom night
0: Ooh. yeah <laughs> From virginity. Yeah, That's great. Okay. Yeah. Or debut.
1: Yeah. Language. Yeah. I mean, it was and it was funny because I was never allowed to have boys up in my room, but girls were fine. Of course. And it's like, oh, of course, OK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she broke up with me when I went to college. So then it was sort of like I was really heartbroken because she cheated on me, Ooh. lied about it. And Ooh. then I saw her dating that girl on Tumblr like three days later.
0: On Tumblr. Yeah.
1: Like they were like kissing and it was like devastating. Yeah and so i was like okay i want to like do the college thing and i want to have a lot of like college sex but i don't want to do it with anybody that i'm going to fall in love with (sighs) so i picked (laughs) really unattractive men
0: (laughs) does that make a difference though to you because i've learned that i i guess i'm attracted to everybody and every time i try to do like the avoidant thing of our generation it's it backfires
1: well it's interesting because it was more like I got to know them, realized, yeah, no, all right, let's do this. You know, whereas like with some people, it's like I don't necessarily think they're like super sexy the first time I meet them, but then it's like, oh, like we sort of like grow to like you know the attraction grows because I like get to know them. But like with them, it was just like no, these are just stupid boys, and obviously that backfired, and they were stupid,
0: like sexually stupid or just like personally in stupid? every single way stupid. Oh, okay. Well,
1: one of them was a virgin.
0: What, we can't just call virgins stupid. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 oh, no,
1: no. Oh. That's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I meant, like, he really, really, really wanted me to take his virginity. And I oh. told him day one, I was like, I'm not giving you a blowjob and I'm not taking your virginity. And he was like, that's fine. So we hooked up a few times and, like, I came a bunch. It was awesome. He also, I I told him that it was sexy when people whispered in my ear. So he would literally just go, whisper, whisper, whisper. And so it was just very, like okay just a lot of different stuff like that and then finally one day he was like i i got fed up of him continually asking me because i was like i don't like i feel like if i take your virginity like you're gonna like be really into me and i'm really not into you and like whatever and he was still he was like pushing that boundary it sounds like a, a lot yeah oh. And he was like you know just because someone broke up with you doesn't mean that like you can never like have sex with anybody else and i was like dude like you don't fucking know my beautiful ex-girlfriend and so i like stormed out of his room tripping over the nerf guns that his mom had just brought him and then for a while like he really he would like follow me to parties and like i was like i don't want to be friends with you and then he'd be like no like let's talk and so finally one day he was like let's talk and i was like okay so i like took a shot and then i we went out to the boston common and we i screamed at him about like i don't want to be your friend you're following me to parties this is super weird like whatever and he was like well you think you know pain my dad died when i was two and i was like i'm very sorry to hear that that's not what we're talking about right
0: now (laughs) like
1: yeah so just a lot of like
0: isn't it interesting how all of the like emotional baggage of our entire lifetimes like really can get represented in just trying to fuck but we don't talk about it consciously no and then but then it pops well, out
1: and that was the thing is i was like oh college is about like no strings attached fucking like uh, where did we get great. this idea from though tv is that gilmore it? girls
0: well do you identify as a millennial or generate you're at the cusp oh i have no idea
1: you're um, at the cusp i have experiences from both like i remember dial yeah. up and i remember like oh you do horrific sound yeah okay. yeah so you know i i do i, I kind of identify as both but i okay. also it's not something that i think about a lot
0: okay okay but okay so we have these models cuz i had a similar sort of idea of like well in college i i want to stay focused on my career and my studies but i do want to you know i was still trying to get fucked in oh, college every day i had to try to get my virginity lost three times like i had to do three attempts before i finally had my partnered sexual debut i got rejected a bunch
1: it's also i think did you tell them that you were a virgin before
0: They knew, but also I made it very clear that I was just trying to, like, have a good first experience so that I could fuck other people that were afraid to fuck me because I was a virgin. Right. Like, you know, And I I was like, I was like, you guys are making a bigger deal about this. For real. Well,
1: and I think, too, as you get older, it becomes a bigger deal. Like, because I think if someone not in like a judgmental way, but I think if someone told me that they were a virgin, I think. Today, I would have I would have to think about it because I would want that to be a good experience for them, mm-hmm. especially if they've waited a long time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be bad. <laughs> so, so it's like a pressure to perform thing? Pressure to perform and Also, like, for me, any sex that I have is some sort of emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And I think in my personal experience, the first time that I did that was big. And I, I think, like, as we're older, commitment means different things. Mm. So... I think it would depend on the person, hmm. but it would be a thought process for sure.
0: I was just so happy. I finally got to do it. Yeah. All the holes. I got to I try everything and I was so At happy. once? Well, no, not at the Oh, same I was time. like, damn, that's but a not big like a, day. Well, but like, yes, in the same session, like in the same night. Wow. But like not like three people. Oh, no. I, okay. Yeah. 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 God. No, but I was very excited. Yeah. Because I'd been trying for so long. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I had a few friends like that and like I just I was like, listen, I'll wingman for you. I'll do whatever you need, you know. Okay.
0: So what was the rest of college life? Or what how did your sex life unfold? And and tell us how you eventually understood you were kinky. Or just tell us whatever comes next. Oh, sure. Okay.
1: So I didn't have a partner for a while and I I would try to like hook up with people, but like I was still kind of figuring out my gender. So like boys weren't super into like the butch side and then like the lesbians I was like I wanted to be their friends because like there, there was like a, a click, whatever, and I didn't want to get involved in the drama.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. They were really cool people. And like, you know, there were a couple that I was like, but like it just never ended up happening. So I didn't really hook up with anybody for a while, had a very not OK experience with someone that I didn't know. Hmm. And so I also laid off of anything physical for a while after that. Because he also wanted to, like, be my boyfriend. And I was like, do you not understand what just happened?
0: Mm. Well, I think a lot of people don't. What did you do to take care of yourself
1: afterwards? Like, how did you process that I really didn't for a while. Like, it was just sort of like, well, because it was, I was very gung-ho about it, but I was not in, I was much too drunk. Ah. And everyone knew it. And I was at a party with a lot of friends. And it didn't, nobody said anything. So it happened. I had to process that a lot. And uh, a lot of that was just like, oh, I had sex and then, you know, and whatever. And a lot of my friends were sort of like, well, it sounds like you just regret it. and Yeah. So that was, you know, figuring that out and whatever. And then I made a movie about it. And the professor was like, well, it sounds like you think it's your fault. And I was like, well, I didn't. (laughs) So, you know, I I kind of didn't really do a lot. I sort of focused on other things for a while. Uh, and then I met this girl on Tinder who was like super hot, super cool. And not like super, super kinky, but like, you know, we explored mm. and we had a very she's a Leo and I'm an Aries. So we had a very like fiery <laughs> Yeah. It was awesome. Ooh. And then I think I overwhelmed her as well. Have to? So? When I connect with people, I want to spend a lot of time with them. Okay. And I think she didn't necessarily know how to say, like, I don't want I you here right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, in my experience, like at that time, when you like somebody, you want to spend all your time with mm-hmm.
0: them. I also can't read people. So I'm like, I'm going to go away. Will you just tell me when you want me to come back? Like, that's what I kind of need. That exactly. But, but then I err on the avoidance side because I'm like, well, I haven't heard from them. So I'll just keep making my art and be See, I err on the, attachment the world. side. Yeah. 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 What were those early explorations with her like? Like, this is your first time, like, trying new things on purpose with a partner?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just remember we had sex all the time. Mm. It was just, like, up until then was like, okay, well, sex is, like, fingering, oral, and fucking. Mm. And then, like, she was the first person I used toys with.
0: Oh, and how do you define sex now? We didn't ask that earlier.
1: I think for me, sex is anything
0: penetrative. But like does tongue kissing count as penetrative or is it I lower also it, penetrations? Oh like lower. is it below the belly button penetration? Yes. So belly buttons don't count.
1: No. Okay. No, yeah. I think if a sex organ is penetrated. Okay. But also butt stuff counts. But I also think there's like sexual things that you can do that aren't necessarily sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think like that's one of those things like it's fluid and it it's not something that I like think about that often because It happened, (laughs) you know. I don't know if we need to define it or if we can just sort of either do it again or not do it again,
0: Mm -hmm. you know. So it's not something
1: that is often on my mind.
0: I just think it is important to talk about because oftentimes people be like, "Oh, when we fucked, when we had sex," and it's like, "Well, but what are you talking about? Are you only talking about a penis in a vagina?" Well, right, you know, like that's you know. So I so I'm always like to talk about the expansions of all of
1: it. Well, it's it's different too because I have a lot of sex with people who have vaginas, and it's like that is a nuance and a half. Mm -hmm. So yeah. For me, it's any, anytime anything goes in.
0: <laughs> okay. 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 So what, what else happened? Or do you want to start getting into specifics? Like what, where did your explorations take you with these relationships? Like how did you get to be the sexual being you are? today? Oh,
1: wow. Now? I'm trying to think. Cause there was my, like my last girlfriend. And then I had a boyfriend who just like, wasn't into it. Into sex. Not in an asexual way, in an incredibly selfish way. In a. Oh. You will blow me, and I will ask you a lot if you will swallow, even though I know that you hate it. But I won't even think about going down on you unless I've done something wrong and I feel really bad.
0: Oh my uh, god, that's the worst way to get gone down on. Did that ruin it for you a little bit? Like that's so no. Shame. I was I okay. dated him
1: for three years, so I was psyched,
0: oh. I was psyched
1: to get my pussy ate.
0: You're like, be badder.
1: Yeah. Well, he literally could not have been. But oh, um, man. yeah. And then I asked him about you know opening us up, mm-hmm. and he was very not. Into that, like we had threesomes, which was awesome, and they were with girls both times because he was like, "I we can't do it with a boy." And I was like, "I'm also not a girl, though." Did he know that? Yes.
0: Oh. But he still
1: considered us to be in a heterosexual
0: relationship. You're not the first person that has told me that. Isn't that gross? It's a mind fuck. It It, feels. I I I like, we're living together. Like you
1: know me. Wow. And like you call me by my pronouns. At least I think. He, like, we also, he did not like it when I talked to other people about our sex life, obviously. And uh, he would, he would... Wait,
0: but why is that obvious?
1: uh, Because he wasn't doing anything for me. Oh. Yeah. And I remember he would ask, like, I was on, I had an IUD that made my life miserable but meant that he could come inside. Okay. And so I got that taken out because I was like, my life is miserable. Can you tell us how? Because we actually haven't talked about IUD. Oh, sure. I had the copper one because mm-hmm. I didn't want hormones and yeah. I wanted it to last a long time. I was considering that one. That was right around. It's like around, a 10,
0: five to 10 year one? It's, yeah, it's 10 yeah. years. Okay.
1: And I was like, well, I don't know if like birth control is going to be around in a while. So who knows? So I got that and they tell you this, but they don't tell you really the extent. So uh, they tell you there's going to be cramping. There's going to be a lot of bleeding. It's going to go away in a few months. I waited three years and I was bleeding for two weeks once a month. So I would be basically, like every other week would have my period. It was so heavy that like I bled through multiple tampons, like super uncomfortable, bloated, couldn't stand up, like miserable. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think that's like the average experience, but I think it's more common than doctors want us to know. Whoa. Yeah. I do not recommend the copper IUD.
0: Okay. Wow. I feel like I dodged a bullet. Like I really just didn't end up getting it because I, by the time, I don't know, timing and I was off my mom's health insurance and I couldn't afford it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I
1: I don't like, I don't have super strong periods and I don't really, I mean, I get like probably 20 minutes of cramps for every period. Okay. But it was like, I was incapacitated. Like I had to, there was times when I had to miss work. There was times like when i remember i ruined like the my old mattress was like covered in blood Uh, yeah so it was yeah and so i got that taken out for my own health yeah and then he kept asking and asking like i was 24 and he was 26 at the time and kept pitching the pullout method and it's like what are you talking (laughs) about like like what are you what are you talking about so
0: okay yeah so not the best sex there Mm Mm-mm Did it get better?
1: Yeah. When did you
0: discover your kinky self?
1: I think with my, the boyfriend that I tried to have sex with in the woods. Yeah, he was very like, I got to be a little bratty with him, which is like, my ideal situation is like, I get to top sometimes, but like, most of the time, like, I just get to be shitty to you and you just like do whatever you want you know what i mean really no i don't i need all the details i I mean i've never really like i've had people dominate before and there was one person that i was sort of seeing in covid who was very like very dumb and you know but she didn't really like the bratty part of it it was more of just like you're gonna do what i say be good yeah Yeah. and like i
0: tried a little bit i'm a very good slave like i'm i love to obey rules i love to be very 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 good i like being rude see i'm like oh no i don't want them to think i'm rude like i like my master has been like explaining the idea of brat games to me more and more and i'm like interesting you know and i've like been talking to brats more about it so tell us so you i like, don't have a lot of experience with it like, no but just tell us your experience I, you're an expert
1: we would go out to my treehouse in my backyard because that's like my parents would not go there yep i just i have a very vivid memory of him like holding my wrists above my head and like i forget what the conversation was but like he was like damn like you got to learn manners or whatever and i was like well maybe i need a better teacher and like that was like "Whoa." like <laughs> Yeah. How did you know how to say these things I, at this age? I'm just you a just rude person. Like, like, yeah, I, I mean, it's just my instinct is to just like, when it's a person who identifies as a man, I always want to like knock them down a peg. Oh, so my instinct okay. is just to be like, yeah, idiot. And then kind
0: of have them like be like, yes. It's like, can you top me? Do you deserve to, yes. t- to have Exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because exactly. I was going to say, I don't experience you as a rude person at all, but maybe it's because I'm not enough. Well, I'm just manly. very combative when yeah, it's. Yeah when it's a cis guy. Okay.
1: Especially now, like being trans, like if I'm having sex with a cis man, it's like, I need to know that you don't think that I'm a girl or like what How do you ask that Um, or tell that? So dating apps will be like, do you want to be shown to people looking for men or women? Whatever. Because I identify as non-binary on the app. So I say men because like I'm mask of center. Yeah. And then I get a lot of guys, but like, I don't know if they like know because I think a lot of people see me as a butch lesbian too. Mm. So, I always like, they'll talk to me and they'll like say whatever. And like, usually if they say like, you're gorgeous, I'm like, "Mm." but like, if we're like having a normal conversation, I'll just like slip in, by the way, I'm trans mask and I need you to know that. So like, just so you know, and then that usually will get it out of the way because that way it's early enough. Like we're still on the app so I don't have to like see them or anything like that or they can like unmatch me and it's like okay well you're a dick but whatever so yeah that's something that's like a I, I try to say that as early as I can because I just don't I don't have time yeah, yeah you know
0: do you feel like telling us some of the stuff that you hate to get asked as a trans person yeah. or the stuff that's like really fucking annoying to you anything that you can google like
1: not anything necessarily but like If you're someone I don't know that well Mm -hmm. and you're like, what is like this? It's like you didn't do any research. You didn't try. Yeah. I mean, if it comes up organically, sure. Like I'll answer a few, but then it's sort of like, "Okay, well, now it's time for you to go educate yourself or anything horrifically inappropriate. Like a lot of people will ask me about tea and stuff. And like I've had people say just like uncomfortable things about like changes in my body. And it's kind of like I literally don't know you. But also like there has to be some patience, but I'm also it's not my job to teach you what trans is, you know, mm-hmm. and I will I will usually make that pretty clear from the get go. Like I'll answer a couple questions. And if you're genuinely curious and want to educate yourself, I'll give you some resources. But I'm still trying to figure out what it means yeah. to me. So like I can't, you know,
0: what is the process like for you when it comes to educating another person about your body? Because I imagine there's an emotional component with mm. it. Or how do you how do you tackle that?
1: Most people I've been talking to for a while, so they know. Like, they know what's going on. And, like, they're also queer themselves, so they're pretty open and have had experiences with people that are similar to me. So I've never had anybody be confused or, like...
0: I'm trying to get at, um, and feel free to not answer or tell me if this feels like emotional labor stuff that you don't want to do. But I know that different people have different relationships to body dysmorphia Mm. and how they want their parts to be seen and talked about and experienced and touched and penetrated or not and all of that and so i'm curious like what are the conversations that you have with people like and or what would it feel like to be like wildly supported by a potential new partner oh it's very nice Yeah. yeah can you give us a specific example yeah
1: i hooked up with a couple people recently who so i just had top surgery and like a couple months beforehand i was talking to a couple people and they were really you know cool about it and then both times that i hooked up like both people excuse me they asked like is it okay if i touch your your boobs and like it was like because you asked absolutely like they never really bothered me they just Mm -hmm. didn't really fit but Mm -hmm. i know that's not the case for a lot of people yeah pretty much if you're respectful of me anything's on the table okay like i mean ask you know but like yeah i'm also not gonna have sex with someone who i don't think is respecting me Mm -hmm. like i'll end it pretty quick
0: Mm -hmm. good rule
1: it's it's helped, yeah. Uh but yeah, like for and you know, if there's a little bit of exploration that happens, like I'll feel it out and then see how I feel. But like, you know, I'm not gonna do something I don't wanna do. Okay.
0: Tell us the details of your body. What is it oh. love? Like what what are your favorite feelings? Oh. What do you like to do to other people? But start with your own body first. Sexually. Yeah. But like also like all of it is for me, everything is kind of sexual, so I don't know how to tell the difference. It's interesting. I used to think that getting eaten out was like the best feeling ever, and mm. I
1: still I definitely still really like it but I also like when other people show me where to put my body you know if someone like pins my wrist above my head Mm -hmm. or like says okay we're yeah exactly like we're doing this now like I I love being thrown around (laughs) I also really like when it goes from that to tender in like a lot like waves that's really nice do you think it could be both at the same time absolutely okay because I think I
0: experienced that a lot with my master and I'm like and there's like an intensity to it and then I'm It, like, makes me explode. And then I'm like, I don't know. I'm nothing. (laughs) I don't think... I think it has to be
1: the right person. Okay, yeah. But yeah, definitely. And I love giving oral pleasure to other people mm. in any way. Please like, tell us details. I really like eating pussy. I really like sucking dick. I love eating ass. Like, okay. oh my god. As but long slow as it's down and
0: rewind. Yes, okay. of course. Well, actually not. A, I shouldn't say, of course. Right. Some people like different things. Well, that's why but, I got the bidet. Yeah, it's like if yeah. it's, you know,
1: if we're at my house, you can go clean that up and then we can Great. get to it.
0: Well, so Okay, so give us details. I think you, you were talking about pussies and then phalluses and then assholes. So could you give us details about each one and what you like and yeah. do you have any particular mood and do you check well, in with the people
1: yeah i usually like doing the like missionary situation where like they're on their back and yeah. i'm just you know because yeah. then i, can I can, reach everything better exactly and, be and then you know if they they can sort of like communicate with me as well if there's something that's going wrong or like there's something else whatever i'm a big fan of like taking it very slow like building i really like like the softness of thighs and like how you can sort of use that as like pleasure and pain at the same time mm-hmm. big fan mm-hmm. I like giving bruises and getting bruises as oh, you know
0: like bites or like hits or like uh, anything like, okay yeah so you do hitting as well like you two people Well, like I talked to them about it first yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but yeah okay yeah uh, mostly
1: when I am wearing the strap on like if I'm receiving it's sort of like no you're in charge um yeah. but if I'm giving it's like no, I feel powerful. Like I'm doing this. Yeah.
0: Oh, tell us about your strap on. We'll get back Uh, to the world, but just since you brought it up. I forget
1: the name of the model, but it's like yay big. It's like pink and orange. It's like got stripes on it. Um, it's like curved a little bit and then the head is really big.
0: You made a curve, like an S curve. It's, it's, it's a little like that. Yeah. Oh Oh, yeah.
1: And like, it actually like, it can be uncomfortable if you're not ready for it. It's like pretty big. And like, sometimes like I use it on myself and it's like okay like i all gotta right find the angles gotta find the warm up. exactly okay. yeah yeah yeah. what are the straps like it's a separate harness mm-hmm. so i think it's standard they just go around my legs and they go around my waist they make my butt look really good
0: Ooh, yeah. amazing yeah. yeah okay okay so back to oral mm-hmm. we're talking thighs we're talking biting do you do if you're using a vulva and a clitoris and a vagina do you do fingers and do you always talk to the person or do you just like do exploratory missions
1: i yeah explore definitely definitely fingers are on the table like anything like that garners a response i will keep doing okay when in doubt i do fall back on the alphabet (laughs) that's just like it's not a
0: real thing i don't think i've ever tried that well i mean it's just
1: it's just a matter of like switching it up so yeah like you don't you don't like Sometimes I'll do C over and over and over again, you know, but you you just got to switch it up. Different people like different things. Like some people really like a bunch of fingers and like sucking hard and some people just want like gentle and slow. And so yeah. it's like, I really, I like knowing that I'm doing a good job. So I like when there's a response and uh, it's like visceral.
0: Like for moaning or do you like check in with them? Both. Yeah. Okay. What do you do if someone's quiet?
1: I do something else okay. <laughs> or I check in.
0: What, I what do, if you I, check in and they're like, no, it's good and they're
1: quiet as fuck like what do you do uh i just keep going you know okay. I, I, at that point it's like i trust you to tell me okay. if there's something going wrong
0: oh, i need and to some more people... like you i don't i don't and then i anxiety spiral and that's when i'm like i need a master because mm-hmm. i don't trust you because like you don't seem like you're having fun with this blow job but i'm checking in with you and you're not asking and now you're telling me to stop and i don't and and you promised that you would tell me if you wanted something different but you're silent and now oh. relatable. oh and now i'm like gripping differently and checking in with you about every single little question you're telling me yeah. oh you wanted a strong and now grip. it's not fun yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i and now i don't trust you to tell me yeah if you want something and it's probably coming from a place of like shut down and fear and like i certainly know what it feels like to have someone be like what do you want and be like i don't know Mm -hmm. because i'm not a person that can articulate that because my body changes a lot but yeah oh man okay
1: yeah so you just keep trying things yeah as long as they're still like down for it because sometimes like i hook up with a lot of like gender queer people so sometimes it's like yes this is okay and sometimes it's like no stay as far away from there as possible so you just got to keep like constant communication yeah yeah. and uh, in my experience with dicks
0: anything works
1: You know, like I have never. No,
0: I don't agree. (laughs) I don't agree. And I'm so frustrated by, oh, dudes are easy. Oh, dudes can't. Oh, every dude wants to last longer. Well, there's a lot of them that don't want to last longer, that want to come. And then there's a lot of people that tell me like, oh, I can't come from a blowjob. And I'm like, but do you want to come from a blowjob? And like, are you sure it's not a communication issue? Yeah. Like maybe you just needed to tell her or him to grip Harder or softer or yeah. deep throat them or maybe you needed to fuck mm. them in the throat. I don't know. You know, like I like I have never. i not to prize one thing above no another. No, no. But I, I'm just like, why did you bring it up if you don't care about it?
1: I don't think I've ever been with a person with a penis who hasn't known exactly what they wanted.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: They're, in my experience, they're very like, do this now. Okay. And it's like,
0: all right, cool. Okay. Yeah. Right. And also,
1: if they're open to it, sometimes
0: a finger. It's really great. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Okay, so how do you broach butt stuff conversations with your partners?
1: I have only... That's... I was just about to lie to you. I was going to say I've only
0: done I accidentally lie on here sometimes because I realize later that I say a thing that feels very true and then I'll like recall other instances. So I call those regular human lies. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was just about to tell
1: you a regular human lie. So I get very, very wet to the point where sometimes it is not easy to tell the difference between my... Various holes. So there have been multiple times where somebody will think they're doing one thing and they're doing another and i'm like whoa that's bold but yeah oh, you can tell the
0: difference yeah i was like trying to, oh yeah that's, oh. that's that's a thing yeah that's yeah. a thing I've, I've definitely been like did you mean to go in my ass <laughs> i mean I, but, like yeah though it's it's only happened a, like
1: a handful of times but, i'm like, like
0: i'm gonna next time i'm gonna think oh that's bold well no I, so there was this <laughs> super hot girl
1: that me and my ex hooked up with and like he was fucking her and she was fingering me mm. and in my ass and i was like we just met but like Okay. Hell yeah, dude, like bold. And then we we come to a like, not a, a stopping pause, point, yeah. but like a pause and she goes, that's not your vagina. And I was like, no, uh, no, like, do you want to go wash your hands? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. And I was like, you can wash your hands. And she's like, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So yeah. And normally, like, I don't usually go for it if we haven't had a conversation about it unless I'm pointed in that direction. Yes. I don't have a lot of experience doing it with other people. Here's
0: a question. Yeah, How up? often do you like to have sex if you're partnered and in the same city or in a living situation? Oh my God, every day. Okay, every yeah. day. I realized recently, like I was like, "Huh? let's see. I bet I could count the number of times I've had sex this year. Nine.
1: The only reason that I am not in that boat is because I lived with my partners for most of COVID. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: How was that for you, sex-wise? <laughs> it's pretty nice. Would you just like wake up, like was it like comfort, like was it COVID comfort sex? Was it like, an activity to do while Well, we were also like,
1: still getting to know each other pretty well oh, right. like because i was pretty new yeah but yeah i mean it was it was like we were bored we okay. were all hot we were all horny like we're all in the same room let's do it so that's it pretty cool
0: okay so let's see did we finish our well, room jobs i love them me too i my... did you start out loving them or did you grow to love them
1: i love when anybody's tongue is on my body mm, at any yeah. point okay for a while it was something that i'd like seen in porn and been like that sounds awesome but like nobody had done it to me and then one day it just like happened and i was like <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah it was something that i knew i was gonna like okay giving the first time was like because uh, like you can know yeah. a person really well and not know what their like butt hygiene is so it was like, well, and, like
0: i don't know what my butt hygiene is sometimes we have a bidet I know I have a bidet now. (laughs) Now I do. Yeah. But also, just to be very honest, the other day, yesterday, I was like taking a naked picture for my master and was like spreading my butt cheeks. And I looked at the picture afterwards and I was like, not going to send that one to go bidet myself. It happens. (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, it's a it's a butt it's you a don't always look at everything yeah and it was like up high like above the butthole like sometimes stuff can get and it was like and i was like well okay that was just like a little it speck. happens yeah so yeah good to do checks and i do make sure that i'm like if i know that i'm going to be having anal sex like i do prepare i yeah. do wash myself I, do. I think that's the responsibility yeah. yeah okay so i interrupted you initially about rim jobs and were you going to say something oh else? I really like giving them to people with penises because it's like, like I
1: know they had to like do some thinking to let me do that. And it's like, cool.
0: I love how many assholes we have opened up on this podcast. Yeah. I also just was taking pictures of a friend the other day and he was just like, you know, he's an older dude and has was um, talking about porn. And he's like, there's a lot of stuff I've been seeing lately. That's everyone's queer in the scene. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that's like a great thing about OnlyFans is like people are just like finding each other and everyone's fucking each other. He's like, so it seems like anal sex is really a thing. And Anal's I was like, on the menu. I was like, it's on the menu. And I, I was like, I think I've, I hear that I've been responsible for a lot of people's explorations is what people are reflecting to me. And so it was just beautiful to be able to talk to someone several decades older than myself and be like, well, have you ever tried a butt plug? And telling about like the vibrating spinning ones and like what different guests have said. And I just like, for me, it's like, I love the idea that people who are used to holding power in a specific way mm. are willing to let it go. And also, I think more than anything, it's like, are you willing to experience emotional discomfort to allow your body to find Cause that's literal deep powerful. pleasure? Yeah. Yes. And it like I think
1: about this a lot, how like sex in our culture is very about like once the man comes, it's over. That's how it's taught to us right. a lot. Yes. Yeah. In my. Yeah. Not in my experience you keep going yeah no it's like i don't know right (laughs) well you're done but i'm not
0: you know yeah and it doesn't Uh, have to be there's like absolutely no reason that that needs to be the case
1: but it's like if we are going to teach that like why are we going to put shame on the ultimate pleasure center of the penis owner like like why you know
0: i've also been hearing about like you know the orgasm gap and like women take 20 something minutes to come and men only take five and point whatever you know and it's sort of like well to me i just think that that means that we should live in polyamorous societies and i should get fucked by multiple people in a row and they can come really fast and then like it's a breeding thing right yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's my brain interprets
1: it. yeah well it's like i mean it also for me it's like do i think the person's hot have i come recently yeah, like there's a bunch yeah. of different factors. And
0: did I eat? Did yeah. I eat too much? Did mm-hmm. I eat not enough? Am I stressed? And am I, I am anxious? My SSRIs? Uh, yeah. yeah. Did they say something to piss me off? Did That'll you... stop an orgasm. Quick. <laughs> okay, so what else brings you sexual pleasure and joy that we haven't gotten to mm-hmm. yet? Do you wear your glasses in bed also? <laughs> no. <laughs> can you see with them? I
1: not really, but it's like if you're, so someone's you're right here, I can see. Fucking blurry them. shapes. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean like. Yeah. Okay. So like, I can see you, okay. and I can see your expression right now. But like, yeah, exactly. But like, it's uh, no. Describe what I'm doing. You're uh, you're sticking your tongue out at me, and, me and yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. But like, I wouldn't be able to read your shirt. it Doesn't say anything. No, it has words on it.
0: So it does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and like you know, I know what they look like. Okay. You know, uh, we're in the dark anyway. Okay. I like being able to see, but if they're right there. It's not that hard okay yeah
0: what are your orgasms like and what do you need to come mm. big and long oh mine have been getting longer and mm. like i need more mid midway sustaining yeah but they're like higher well pace. i just
1: got a hitachi oh. so i'm learning congratulations yeah. Thank wireless you. or
0: plug-in plug-in oh nice yeah. that's my that's my kind it has
1: recently been revealed to me that i can and often do squirt. Mm, yeah. So that's like that's the goal. And so like So you
0: just found out your squirt does it feel different or is it like does someone have to like make you squirt yeah. or is it like okay. Well okay. I can do it too.
1: Like, it's just a lot of stimulation very quickly after. And, like, sometimes it takes, like, it's, like, after a few orgasms, like, it
0: happens. But, like. So you can have lots of orgasms. Oh, yeah. (gasps) How many? Not Not, that numbers specifically are important, but I like to just, like, hear people's experiences. Sure. Well, with myself, I find that,
1: like, I work really hard for one big one. Okay. And, like, and that way it's really good and whatever. But, like, with other people, it's, like, I mean, how much time do you have, you know? Like, I would say, like, I could have three or four in a session if they w- really wanted to work for it okay. like i've squirted twice in an hour and then it's wow. like i'm dying
0: are you orgasming when you're squirting or is it doesn't mm-hmm. okay they always come together
1: not every orgasm has squirt right 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 <laughs> but every, but squirt every squirt has squirt orgasm. Has orgasm. okay because yeah.
0: i can squirt without orgasm. oh interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. and like but then sometimes i squirt and it has a crazy orgasm and it just depends on where i am in my arousal plane and i don't like i can't Articulate it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really know I was doing it. Like, I I was kind of embarrassed because I thought I was peeing, mm-hmm. but then it was explained mm-hmm. to me that like, no, this is a cool thing. Yeah, no, this is a very cool thing that you do.
0: Mm, okay, so. okay. And then you said you have to work really hard when you're alone. Yeah,
1: because I really like other people stimulating
0: me, and
1: I'm good at stimulating myself, but I get bored. It's just like I've done it so many times. Okay. So I do try to switch it up, but then it's also like I'll be going for an hour. It's like I haven't.
0: By yourself? Yeah. Oh, I give up after six minutes. Oh. Like for me, if I'm like, if I like can't, I get too frustrated. This was, did I tell you during COVID, when Mm -hmm. I had COVID, when I was sick with COVID. Holy shit. I, for a week, was so horny. COVID made me, I've been so horny since I got sick on July 11th. I'm healed now, but like could not make myself come. I was too tired and weak. Yeah.
1: Well, and (laughs) I think I've been doing a lot of that recently for various reasons, Mm -hmm. but like healing and stuff like that. But I sort of feel like if I've been going for 20 minutes, I'm going to come yeah. like and I will like be looking at the clock and it'll be like an hour will go by. And I'm like, holy
0: shit. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of determination.
1: Yeah. It's also like it really tires me out. So it's like I do it right before bed okay. and then it's like, huh. yeah, you know, yeah. I come really easily from other people because it's like this is super hot. I don't know everything that they're going to do. Yeah. And also the whole, it is very validating to be like, this person thinks I'm hot and wants to have sex with me. Yeah. Like I've been working on that in therapy and like not needing other people's validation, but boy oh boy.
0: Well, (laughs) I do think it's like, if you can't function without it, that's difficult in most of your life. But also appreciating the desire of another person is something that I think is really valuable. What is it that makes you feel desired? Like when do you feel really like...
1: When people go out of their way to tell me that I'm hot like yeah. during like ooh yeah when people ask me what I want and like do it and like want me to teach them when I take my clothes off and people have a response to it like any any time anybody's like or like like proves that they like are working to make me happy <laughs> feels really good it's awesome yeah
0: what are your specific parts like like what's most sensitive on you well, tea has made my
1: clit very, 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 very sensitive. And it was sensitive before. Uh-huh. Like I, I guess when I was younger and I was masturbating, I just never touched it because it was like, yeah, bleh, I, like, I have
0: to go over and around usually.
1: Yeah. And it's, I was like, that's just overwhelming. And so now as other people have sort of like broached that for me, it's gotten a lot easier to like using the Hitachi on it at first. I was like, Oh my God. But now put it directly on now I can, Yeah. Ooh, okay. And it lasts for like the when I come it lasts for like a minute. Wow. Yeah. It's really intense like I think too intense can happen very easily. And so that's like why I sort of have avoided it. That's
0: the hard yeah. part about my orgasms, it is it'll go from I'm coming to like now it's too intense, but then if I back off, then I'm not coming anymore. And so it's about finding like the actual angles and spots on my body, but it fucking changes day to day because then when I with my master or different lover like it then there's different stimulation that can happen. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Okay. And like
1: it's hard to explain that to other people too like
0: it's hard to explain to myself yeah exactly like,
1: like so i don't know what's happening yeah <laughs> so normally i'll just be like you know speed is good yeah like you know once we've warmed up and pressure done, speed or like over that, the, top the second speed. one. Oh really yeah so
0: this over the top fast speed will kill me but if i have pressure then it's It's okay. So this is why it's so important to talk about. I love these details.
1: I mean, and I will say, I think like doing this on a clit will help squirt. (laughs) So I think that's part of it. Oh, yeah. My
0: squirt seems to come from within, but Mm. I'm curious now about the outside parts. And my friend, Adriana Rizzolo, go check out her shit. She just did like a train, like a squirt certification training with this like squirt squirt guru lady. I don't know if she's a guru. I don't know if she identifies as a guru, but like it sounds really fucking cool. So I can't wait to like study with her. Yeah,
1: I highly encourage... Anybody who hasn't, I highly encourage finding out about ejaculation. Yeah, it's... if you're a
0: squirt curious, go learn oh, about yeah. it. It's so fun. Because my whole thing
1: was like, I used to be really embarrassed because like, I would like be writing and then it would just happen. And then yeah. like, we'd It'd keep going everywhere and then it would like squelch. And that's like, I was like, that's really embarrassing. I just peed on you. Oh. And it's like, no, honey, like, that's not what happened. Yeah. And also like, it's really hot. People think it's really hot. And uh, I have to agree.
0: Mm. I need to get one of those blankets that's like made for squirting. Oh, like yeah. A rubber... <laughs> <laughs> I did
1: get a, a waterproof <laughs> mattress pad That's great for that reason. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about threesomes? Like we touched on them, but just are there things you love specifically about them or have any fantasies about how you'd like oh. them to happen? Like tell us your favorite things, if you have any threesome wisdom or desires.
1: I like being the center of attention. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like being the bottom for sure, but I can be the top. Mm ideal would be like kind of dummy, like a little bit like degradation and stuff like that.
0: Receiving. Yes.
1: Yeah, anything verbal. Like if two people are like bullying me, oh my God.
0: Yeah, yeah. bullying you together. Oh my God, yeah. Like look at that, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm not even there. Yeah. Oh, love, 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 love. What haven't you explored yet, but that you want to explore? I have not done a lot of rope.
1: I've done some, but like, I would really like to do more, specifically suspension. Like just get in that headspace and just like you know, yeah. I've dabbled in what I really like, but I have not done nearly enough like bratty stuff. Like I, I want someone to just like be a constant person that I can always go to and like we can get it done. Um,
0: like what? Like would would you want like more aggression? Like would you do you like impact play do, or is it just like the verbal degradation? All of it. Or yeah. All of it? Okay.
1: Whatever. Like I, I think the degradation is better. But like, I don't want you to pee on me, <laughs> okay. but tell me like, oh, it's like, oh, you like that? Like, you know, like I do. I I think that's where my shame comes through, honestly, is like because I don't really feel it, you know, and then it's like someone's like trying to shame me and it's like, oh, I guess this is embarrassing. Like,
0: yeah. Do you feel embarrassed when you're getting shamed sexually? I'm saying this with air quotes. Yeah. Because to me, I'm like, yes, I am a whore. Yeah. I am a slut. And like, no it part feels very of me freeing. feels. OK. Yeah. Okay. Like,
1: I, I I think that's just like how it manifests itself for me mm-hmm. is like just someone is calling me out on it it's like mm-hmm.
0: you know me <laughs> yeah and you're fucking it yeah 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 <laughs> that's how I feel <laughs> yeah
1: I like when people can be like I like I see through you and I know what you're feeling right now and mm. like yeah beautiful
0: what about porn sexting nudes do you in- interact with any of those uh, things
1: absolutely yeah I have been trying more and more to do ethical porn
0: mm-hmm. how do you do it how do you find it
1: well I've done some research and it's definitely possible that I'm wrong but On Pornhub, if there's like the blue checkmark and there's a blue like TV box, Mm. those ones are usually pretty good. And then I I like to go to the page of the person, Mm -hmm. like of the actor to be like, okay, this is on their page, like whatever. So it takes some searching. I also know about a few people who like I won't watch because they've done some gross things. So that's, you know, and then OnlyFans. I'm I'm a big fan. How do you find the people to
0: be fans of? Twitter oh twitter and instagram yeah so i I, guess i need to get on twitter oh yeah
1: oh my god because they'll post like pictures and they'll post like snippets of videos and then be like follow me on OnlyFans." and it's like so you know you get like a taste of a bunch of different things got it okay and then instagram too like i found a few people that i really like who do a lot of things that i'm really into and also introduce me to some other stuff and other like people that they play with do sex to your long distance partner not as much. I think this is... They're really busy. <laughs> right, 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 Yeah. And but like, that is
0: a part of it. Like, you yeah. have to actually be... You have to have the right amount of bandwidth for it. Right. And, like, yeah. I think, you know, there is an intimacy
1: that I think we both, like, really like mm. that is missing
0: mm.
1: because of the distance. Yeah, yeah. That said, I do like sexting very much. And my sexting, honestly, isn't like, I put my hand, you know, whatever. It's very, like... I've been thinking about doing this with you and here's what I would think would be hot about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been sending my master videos about my, like this COVID horniness, lingering COVID horniness has caused so many sex dreams. Oh my God. I had a sex dream last night where... Well, first, Valentine Michael Smith, who's the main character from "Strange a Strange Land, was part of this dream. Okay. So I'm like dreaming about this book that I keep reading. So there was like a sexual connection with him. And then my new crush was there and we were like in the backseat of an SUV, like running away from the government, which is trying to kill me. That sure. happens a lot in my dreams. Like the government or uh, like group, like terrorist groups, like I'm getting chased often Damn. by murdery people. And so in the dream last night, my crush was there. With me and my master and we were finally going to live out my dp fantasy and then i woke up oh but i also was very nervous i was like oh my gosh parts of my world are colliding it's it's real and like now there's pressure and and i was like so nervous but so excited and then i woke up so there you go so sad so do you have sex dreams yeah it's less like
1: about the actions and more just about like the sexuality of it like Mm -hmm. i'll just be like oh i had a horny dream about this person Mm. not often though my dreams are very like they're very subconscious. So I dream a lot about people I love being mean to me. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. And not in like a fun way. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, you like, know. oh, you're being mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Like the
0: government's trying to kill me yeah. in a not fun way. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I used to have the teeth falling out dream a lot. Oh, interesting. yeah.
0: Nudes. How do you feel about nudes? Giving oh, and receiving. God. I love it. I will ask
1: like, hey, like, can I send you a nude? Because sometimes it's like you get it and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Especially if it's
0: the first time. Yeah, and um, you don't want to shock someone because then you risk getting a bad answer or an f- answer that feels bad from them or a non-answer because yeah. you've shocked them. Mm-hmm. I had to learn this. Well, I also learned that sometimes that happens even when you ask and they say, yes, please. Yeah. I always take pictures of myself. I,
1: sometimes I take videos of myself like, and I'm like, I listen, it's irresponsible of me not to share. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it has to be somebody that I've been like talking to for a while, probably have met up with. Okay. But it's also like everything's on the internet. I'm not worried about anybody like spreading it or whatever it's just more of like do i want you to have a record
0: of what Mm. i look like
1: but especially now since top surgery i've been very like feeling myself
0: okay yeah can you say more about it is there anything like are there any details like what do you love is it just feel i
1: it just it feels right like it feels better and again like i never i just didn't like my boobs Mm. like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like I hate this. I mean, sometimes like when they would like jiggle a lot, it would be like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I didn't mind it when people touch them. They just felt like, it was like, that's not supposed to be there, which I know is not every trans person's experience, mm-hmm. but mine were pretty small. Okay. But then like I did so much research and I t- like, I talked my surgeon's ear off about what I wanted and what I didn't want. And uh, he was really, really, he was great. Awesome. Yeah, because like some people want different like shapes, but I was like, I want this, I want like, a straight line then I want an angle and I don't want dog ears and like whatever I remember like right before he was like drawing the shape of like the incision and we were talking about it and then they gave me anesthesia and I woke up I woke up and they were like hey like you're done and I was like oh it's over and then he the surgeon was there showed me a picture really quick of what like it looked like I was like that's me and he was like that's you and then he walked away and I was so like groggy that I was like did I like imagine that that's what that looked like because it looked like buff and like I don't consider myself a buff person and then i and i couldn't see it for a while because right. like there was like bond, uh, bondage <laughs>
0: <laughs> well a
1: kind of bondage yeah <laughs> we are yeah, not a fun way though uh like you know there bandages, bandages and a binder so mm. like i couldn't and then like it takes a while for it to look like what it's supposed to look mm-hmm. like yeah. because nobody told me this for all the research that i did So when they graft, they have to take your nipples off. So I had a double mastectomy free nipple graft, which is if you have like average to larger boobs. So they did an incision underneath, took everything out, took the nipple off and then put it back and then repositioned the nipple. But what they don't tell you, or I guess that I should have figured out, was that nipple graft means that they like burn it on. So when I got the bandages off and they, oh my God, they took the stitches off, they were like crispy and like, in like a hole like a hole in my body and i was like those do not look like nipples like that's horrifying i hate the way that looks and it was it really fucked with me like it was scary because it's like that's not what they're supposed to look like like the the scars look great but like holy shit, like and that was like a really big thing that i had to deal with but you know you just have to take care of them and now they look not like nipples but more so
0: not crispy yeah, not okay. crispy at all. Okay.
1: yeah and it's, it's it's a little it's a little weird because like I remember when before I really I did like my nipples, but mm. I was like not enough to like not whatever yeah, yeah. but now it's like it's hard to believe that that's the same skin
0: Wow. but yeah well, they've been through a transformation. They sure have that's and incredible. I really appreciate them for it. <laughs> what else do we need to know about your sex life to have a, have a complete picture?
1: I'm open to a lot of things as long as we can have a conversation about it beforehand hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sort of in a transitionary period of like trying to figure out what exactly it is that I want. Mm. Because you're
0: answering my next question, which is what's your hopes for your sex life going forward? Oh, yeah. I mean, I
1: think in a perfect world, I would have one primary partner and we would both be each other's like number one. And then we would date other people.
0: I have a follow up poly question. Sure. Do you feel like there's like a vibe of people being like, oh, I don't do primary. I don't say primaries. Like, I I feel like I've encountered a lot of people and maybe it's just what's clustering around me of like, well, I don't do hierarchical things, but then they're unable to articulate how they want to spend their time. And so I'm like, well, that's a secret primary and I don't like that. I mean, I think like anything, it's
1: you just have to try. Like, I, I think it's hard not to have preferences.
0: Yeah, we're
1: human. But then it's like, you just got to keep communicating. Yeah, And if you don't communicate, you should break up with them.
0: Yeah well if you're people that like me that need communication <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah i just like open and honest communication i think will save every relationship i think it's so sexy yeah oh I think my it's god it's so sexy when yes. you can just be so because
0: that's how you get to the really really good sexy shit with the vulnerability like that's how you get the extra buzz yeah well, that's how i get it sorry yeah
1: i'm all healed so i am I, so i'm going out of town for a month and i have like three dates lined up this week which i'm a little bit like
0: Ugh. no that's
1: perfect <laughs> yeah but i just i'm gonna be tired.
0: It's perfect, though, Uh, yeah. because you're going to have all this fun and then you'll go away and then you can let it simmer and they'll either like super desire you or you can let it fizzle and you'll be free. I think I'm going to try
1: to like because with the last, I think, three relationships, four relationships I've had, it's been like we go on one date and then we are a couple. We are together now. Um, Whoa. One of them was the girl that I overwhelmed. The other was a boy that treated me poorly but moved across the country with me. And then the other two were because of COVID. Mm. So it's like I jump in with both feet very often. So I'm trying not to do that. Mm. But I don't. Aries. It, yeah. So Aries. But it's also hard because it's like I'm sort of conditioned that like if I don't immediately want to marry them, I don't like them at all.
0: Mm. So okay.
1: it's weird. So I'm trying to find that balance of like we're both just people. Yeah. So let's chill.
0: Beautiful. If you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sex advice. What age or ages would you pick and what would you say?
1: 23. Do not date a man that doesn't eat you out. Mm. And then I would give myself a really big hug.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a sex question for me?
1: Oh, what? what's your favorite, like number one favorite, favorite, favorite thing about sex?
0: This is such a hard question for me to answer because it's my favorite thing and i can't fully articulate so i'm gonna have to give you kind of probably a long answer i was gonna say you could give me top three i'm gonna have no it's (laughs) like i can't even count because it's all like related so it's like ever since i was little there's like a curiosity i'm already a curious person about every stupid thing in the world like i just like want to know everything with sex i'm even more curious yeah I'm curious about what my partner's experience is. I'm curious about what something is going to feel like this time. I'm curious about what it's going to be like this time. I'm curious what my body's gonna, and and I think for me, it's the energy of exploring that with someone. And when I can find a partner who is on the same page as I am when it comes to touches, I'm learning that I actually, well, I really, really would prefer to have the communication there and to feel settled so that I don't have to have the like anxiety observer like watching over the bedroom. Yeah. Being like, does he like that? It's usually, honestly, I have not yet encountered, as I look back at my partners, the females communicate, the trans mask person communicated, the non binary people communicated. The cis men are the ones that leave me in the dark. And I know that there's this cultural narrative that. They're easy and I disagree and I just want everyone to be easy. And also there's a cultural narrative that chicks that look like me should not get rejected. And I do all the time. Like when someone can like, is like with me in the experience and I feel met, you know how, okay, this is going to be maybe a weird analogy. You know how when you were little and you just like experience like best friendship and like everything you did with your friend is fun and the game that you played it doesn't matter what you're playing it's yeah. a fun game and yeah. like you're excited about that like that's how i've started to feel about sex and that's like the the transcendent experiences that i've explored with kink and bdsm it's like i get out of my body my If I'm not with a partner that's scaring me about, do they really like this? Are they really attracted to me? Or am I just a vagina, you know, or or (sighs) just a vagina and or asshole and or mouth? You know, like if I'm able to just like get settled in my nervousness, then I get completely out of my head and out of my body, but also deeply in my body. And then it's just like that merging, meshing feeling. And I come away feeling connected to them, to myself, to the universe, to humanity, to beyond. And so it really like it's so corny almost but it is like a transcendent experience and that's why i'm like obsessed with trying to talk about it with people and i'm learning that most people don't want to talk about it or think about it as much as i do no, but it's confronting, but it's confronting. And I and people aren't trained this way. And I was raised by parents, again, not like they're like looking under every rock, but they never shamed me for being weird other than like, that's our daughter, she's different. You know, like, yeah. you know, and so it's just like gentle too. pokes. But like, yeah. I, you know, it, but it's said with love. And I finally am like, oh, they really love me. Like, yeah. I, I know that there are lots of people that if they were in my position, they'd be disowned by now, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so I just feel really lucky. So, yeah. So sex... It's body feelings, it's mental feelings, but there's like an energetic and physical connection yeah. that make me feel like, ah, oh, this is what this human body is for, Ex-
1: you know? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, like when you don't have to think about what they yeah. want. Yeah. And it's
0: like, it makes, for me, it makes the rest of the shitty parts of life fine. Like I can handle them because I get so like juiced up. It's my heroin, I don't know. Yeah. Like I just want to fuck.
1: <laughs> well, I think too, that's why I like being in a relationship because it's like, if we can have good sex, I want to keep doing that. Keep
0: it built in. Yeah. yeah I, I desire that. I got to stop scaring him away. Well, now I don't. I mean, no. I just got to find one that I don't scare. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. I, uh, my less than fantastic ex would tell me a lot that I was like too much. And like, even in the explicitly. Yes. Oof. Quite a bit. He also told me that listening to you was a chore. Oof. Consistently. Yeah. And I remember thinking like at the time, like, I don't know how to articulate this, but I know that that's bad and that's wrong. Mm. Like,
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel good.
1: No, well, it's not appropriate. And then I saw somebody that was like, for everybody that thought that you were too much, like you need to find someone who is enough. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's
1: like, yeah, like I'm a lot like I'm not going to tell you that I'm not. But like, I also
0: by what metric, though, like, why do we give ourselves these labels? And I wonder how many of us are, quote unquote, too much, but are busy fucking hiding it all the way inside doing this blase cool thing where we don't talk about it and we're just like chill as fuck oh i just can't do that like i've tried
1: and like i just can't can't either it explodes
0: out of me i'm too wiggly yeah yeah
1: i'm like i guess i'm annoying
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you're annoying charlie Thank thank you so much for being a guest on our show oh
1: my god this was so much fun